Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Today's game is brought to you by Equifax. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. The Home Depot, with more ways to help you take on your home projects delivered right to your door. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Dunkin' Donuts, conquer the season with Dunkin's new Atlanta United Donuts. Piedmont Healthcare and Ford. The home for MLS in Atlanta. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Frustrating night here in Montreal. This uh, three-match regular season series between Atlanta United and Club to Foot Montreal ends with each team winning one and a draw. A 2-1 win for Montreal tonight, a match in which Atlanta United Opened the scoring. They had a leaning position in the second half, and they could not close this out. Two goals in quick succession by Ramel Kyoto, one from the penalty spot. It is a massive, massive win for Montreal. Now we've got to watch and actually, oddly, root for D.C. at the moment now to maybe uh, get a late winner down in Orlando. If that were to happen, Atlanta United could actually get back into seventh in the east they'd be even on points with orlando who would fall to eighth right now on the live table because orlando is in a one one position with dc orlando would go to 40 points that's why i said atlanta united it it looks like they're going to go into the final segment of the season below the playoff line but that could change if dc uh can scratch out a victory here in the final 10 minutes of that match we're going to keep an eye on that uh, look, I didn't think Atlanta United played all that well tonight. Statistically, it was a pretty even match. I thought Atlanta United uh, did the best all night at generating chances at the end of the first half where they were in the ascendancy. And then the Arujo Mulraney sub worked out very well to begin the second half. But after that, uh, Montreal did a really, really good job of keeping Atlanta United's chances uh, to be very, very low percentage, 0.8 XG on the night for Atlanta United. The better that Montreal played, I think the deeper they played. The, the more they sat deeper, and some of that's because Atlanta's pushing them deeper. Some of that's getting those two goals in quick succession. I thought Montreal was more dangerous on the counter than they were in the open play. Atlanta United wasn't able to break them down, and, and we've talked about this, whether it's Miami or other teams. Philadelphia is a different conversation because of the way that they defend. Atlanta's had trouble at times, as a lot of teams do, breaking down teams that sit behind the ball with a line of five. 
they have to find a way to generate more movement in those moments. It, it was interesting that the best moments I think Atlanta United had in putting in crosses, they didn't really have a number nine to go attack those crosses. Joseph Martinez had been subbed out at that point. Barco was dropping deeper to build up the play. Barco's not going to go up and win a whole lot of headers anyway. There wasn't anybody to take advantage of what was being created in those moments. That's something that Gonzalo Pineda is going to have a couple of weeks to sit and figure. When Joseph can't play, and there's going to be moments the rest of the way that he's not going to be able to give you 90 minutes, game after game after game after game, how can Atlanta still be dangerous in those moments when they create crosses from wide positions, which is something they do well. All right, now here's the good news, in my opinion. This was the toughest match remaining on Atlanta United's schedule, in yeah. my opinion. Six left at Toronto. New York City at home, they're reeling. Montreal at home again, just beat them. Uh, and then you have um, another home match against Toronto at Red Bulls at Cincinnati. So I think you've played your toughest remaining match on the schedule. But there is still not much margin for error here in the final six matches of the regular season. Uh, the man of the match brought to you by Heineken. It's Santiago Sosa for us. 80 for 87 on passing tonight. That obviously is 92%. He also won 72% of his duels and led the team in touches and total duels won tonight. Also put a really nice shot on target at the end of the first half that Pantamis had to make a nice save on. Yes, yeah, Sosa was his best, uh, I think, overall tonight. From a defensive perspective, he won five tackles. He won the duels, like you said. But also, it wasn't just passes and hitting the long diagonal that we know him for. It, it was passes that, that had a little bit of an edge to them. The one down the, the right side to open up the play for Lennon and his cross that ended up finding Barco. I thought Sosa was more than just recycling the play a lot tonight. I thought he was very impactful, trying to drive the team forward late as well. Sosa's going to be needed as the season goes on in those moments because he's the steady head in these situations. And he's one of the younger players, but he has that calming influence on the team when he's on the ball. Atlanta's going to need to find him in some of these moments where it does get hectic. So Santiago Sosa, the man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, an official health care partner of Atlanta United. Shots were 11-10 Atlanta. Shots on target, 5-3 Montreal. Possession, 61-39 Atlanta. Key passes, 9-8 Atlanta. Expected goals, 1.8 to 0.8 Montreal. That's Well, no, remember, there's a penalty in that. Right, so if you take that out. That's about so a that, point that's eight. 0.8. right? Yeah. So open play XG is under one for both. Teams. Pretty similar. It's a statistically even match. I think that's, that's a point we can agree on. I, I, again, I think Atlanta United... Uh, unfortunately did not maximize the, the chances that they were able to create at the end of the first half, uh, but it was, I mean, to be fair, a statistically even match. It tonight. felt like a draw. It, it felt like a draw kind of a game. I think it was that even. The penalty ends up turning it. Um, we haven't had a chance to see the two penalty shouts that Atlanta had. We didn't see them in the stadium. The one with Joseph Martinez very early, I think was the lesser of the two, the one with Bello in the second half. I'm a little surprised that didn't at least get sent down for a look. The VAR did not recommend that, or Bazakos didn't want to look at it. We're not sure. I also have to give Fotis Bazakos a lot of credit at the end. I think he mismanaged the way the time-wasting was going. I'd rather see him be more forceful to try to stop it, but he did add the time back on. He, did. he added more than the five. He did the right thing in those moments. I thought he actually added a little bit more than I expected. 
he got that part right, but he nearly had a mass confrontation issue start because of the time wasting. That's why you have to manage those situations. He ended up getting the time portion of it correct. Yeah, and Atlanta United did not lose the match tonight because of photos. No, 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 so no, no. I think no. We, we would agree. Yeah, no, 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 no. Nobody said that. I, I want to make that yeah. clear. When we when things like that are going on in a game and we're talking about something that is frustrating, it's a frustrating moment in the game. It's yeah. not what decided the game. Absolutely. Atlanta got beat on two moments. Yeah, and and the, the penalty was absolutely the right call. I think uh, so. It, from what we could see. Yeah, uh, I think so. Uh, watching live, it looked like the right call. The bellow entanglement's the one I really would want to see again yes. because we were not shown a replay here in the stadium. Yes. Um, anyhow, we'll get to that maybe a little bit later in the full-time report. We're going to come back and have highlights in a moment. We'll also give you an update on that Orlando-D.C. match as Atlanta United tonight falls to Montreal 2-1 on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back back, back to the full-time report. The home for our Atlanta United is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, back live in Montreal on the full-time report. Atlanta United falls to Montreal tonight 2-1. A, a really wild sequence to begin the second half, kind of deciding it. Uh, down in Orlando, still 1-1 between Orlando and D.C. in stoppage time. Probably about three minutes to play, maybe a little less there. Uh, I know that a draw would pin Atlanta United below the playoff line at the end of this weekend if that happens. Um, in the end, though, that probably ends up being the better result for Atlanta United because these are two teams that Atlanta United is in the mix against right now. And if this ends at a draw, Atlanta United, yeah, they'd be eighth, but they'd only be two points out of third. So a little short-term pain maybe for a little long-term game. We're going to keep an eye on that. Uh, Let's get to the highlights from tonight's match. Atlanta United and Montreal played a scoreless first half. Three really good scoring opportunities for Atlanta United in the 10 minutes prior to halftime. 
Two shots from Barco, one that was saved by Pantamis, one that hit the top of the crossbar and went out, and then a shot from uh, Santi Sosa from distance that forced a huge save from Pantamis. At halftime, Joseph Martinez is pulled from the game. We have since learned from Gonzalo Pineda it was due to hamstring tightness. Uh, so he was removed from the game, as was Ronald Hernandez. Luis Arujo comes on, as does Jake Mulraney. And Pineda nails the sub. It immediately provides this goal, which is the hot play of the match, brought to you by Scanna. So, so we'll square to Franco, who will dribble to the edge of center circle and cut it to Aruju now, his first touch of the game, as he spins on Kamal Miller and just dribbles right past him, up to the halfway line, continuing into the attacking half, then given back to him by Josetu. All the way through now to Mulraney at the penalty spot. Shot! Score! And how about that? Atlanta United begins the second half with the opening goal of the match in Jake Mulraney's first goal of the season. For over 20 years, Scan Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. Your thoughts on the goal? It's greatly uh, great work by Araujo and Hosechu. I think we kind of left Hosechu's involvement in it out. He did the the wall pass with Araujo, but it's a great run where Luis picks it up really inside his own half and starts to break down defenders. Montreal hadn't adjusted to what Araujo brought to the game at that point. Lays in a good pass to Mulraney, and Mulraney takes his chance well, something that we haven't seen this season. Mulraney getting that goal. He's had opportunities, but he hasn't been able to find the back of the net. Looked like everything was great for Atlanta United at that point. You have to give Montreal a lot of credit because they responded immediately. It took less than two minutes for them to get this equalizer from Ramel Kyoto. Atlanta United applying some pressure here as Montreal tries to get out of their half now with Miller cutting it down the middle to Mihailovic in front of center circle. Flick to Torres. Back into the run of Kyoto now at the top of the 18. Dribbles to the near post. Angle shot. Score. What a goal. Kyoto. And Montreal strikes right back 90 seconds later. I know it's early in the weekend, but I have to think that is going to be an MLS goal of the week nominee. Yeah, incredible goal from Romel Kyoto from no angle. It's, it's nicely worked by Mihailovic and Torres, who were both dangerous at different points tonight. Those two combine really well. I think Wilfred Nancy's found a system that gets the most out of what he has to work with. And when Mihailovic oh. and Torres are oh. involved in it, as as Mike is very upset that Orlando just got a late right stoppage time at the goal. Death. Right at the death. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no. It's a oh. 97th minute goal for Orlando. I believe it was Daryl DK who had it. And they're going to get the win at home against D.C. And that pins Atlanta United below the playoff line going into the final six matches of the season. It okay. makes the, the number three spot a little more interesting because D.C. was in it. Now they've fallen out of it. But it, the, the table's going to turn. You can't get too worked up about where it is day after day. You can when we start getting into games, you know, 30 and 31 and 32. Then we're having a different conversation. But there's still a, a good number of games to play. Um, the goal from Kyoto is brilliant. It, it should be the goal of the week from what we've seen so far. An incredible moment for him. And then five minutes later, a penalty and a conversion by Ramel Kyoto. Gonzalo Pineda said silly mistakes led to the two Montreal goals tonight. 
Well, here was a silly mistake that produced the game winner. So here's Franco giving it away to Mihailovic, who sends it down the middle to Torres, wide open onside down the middle. He's taken out of the spot penalty. Guzan has faced two penalties this year and has conceded on both of them. So Kyoto looking for a brace now in his eighth goal of the year. Action at the goal to our right, 1-1 match in the 55th minute. Hands on hips for Kyoto, steps to the left, up to the ball, strikes it, scores. And Montreal has taken a 2-1 lead here in a wild first 10 minutes of the second half. Yeah, the VAR did have a look at the penalty. Uh, watching live, it appeared to, at least to me, to be a stone penalty, and I didn't really see any replay angle that... Uh, I never got a replay of it. Um, for, it's not on Anton Walks there. He goes in to try to rescue the play. The giveaway starts with Alan Franco, and, and that's where everything fell apart because Walks is opened up wide to try to be a passing option. Franco gives it away. Then Walks is trying to regain the space and get back there. He has to try to make a play. He's not able to get there in time, it appears. Penalty, Kyoto converts it perfectly. Uh, and that held up to be the game winner, 2-1, Montreal over Atlanta United. Atlanta United wants to remind you that for each Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they'll donate $2,000 to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. This year's donation total is currently $16,000. Send us your questions and comments. We'll get to them after this on the full-time report as Atlanta United falls to Montreal tonight, 2-1 on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back with more full-time report on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, Atlanta United with a 2-1 loss tonight here in Montreal. All three goals scored in the second half. Let's get to your questions and comments now on Twitter. Shiva says, we didn't play a bad game and lost on two bad mistakes, but why do you think we are not scoring goals like we did in those first couple of games under Pineda? You just can't expect three goals a game. Uh, no, no team in MLS is scoring three goals a game through a long period of time. You're going to get these moments where everything's clicking like it did at that point, but it's difficult to score goals in this league. I mean, that's the number one thing. And I think what we've seen teams do, and again, Philadelphia is a separate conversation because the way they defend is different, but we're seeing more teams drop more numbers behind the ball against Atlanta, and that takes away space. And when you don't have as much space to work in, it does require those individual moments of brilliance, winning a 1v1 battle, creating that space on the dribble or through quick passing as opposed to exploiting space that the opposition gives you. I think when you, you go on a goal-scoring run like that in this league, teams then start to take that away later, future opponents do. And I think we saw that with Miami on Wednesday, and we saw it again tonight. And I, again, I think Montreal looked better the deeper they sat. Uh, Trank says, we just don't look to have answers once a team sets into a back line. Too much standing around and not enough dangerous movement to create space. You know, one player that is really missing who moves a lot to create space uh, selflessly is Emerson Heinemann. Mm. It's a player that in that central midfield, his movement, and you saw a Heinemann-esque kind of a run from Brooks Lennon in the first where he continued on a long diagonal to draw defenders with him. That's needed. There, there's multiple ways when a defense gets set and you're trying to break it down, and, and generally we're seeing lines of five right now. A lot of teams are going to three center backs with wing backs, and when they want to sit, it becomes a line of five. There's, there's really no lanes when it's a line of five. You can really do one of three things to, to open that up. It is on the dribble. It is the 1v1, and that's something Atlanta has done well this season and will continue to look for when it's on. It's the quick passing, the, the very quick ball movement, where if you can't win on the dribble, you can knock the ball around very quickly to change the point of attack to create those gaps. And the third one is the movement off the ball that can create the space, whether it's to receive the pass or it's to drag defenders. There was a moment in the first half, and I didn't get a chance to, to jump into it when it happened, but a lot of, a lot of talk about Ezekiel Barco and, and what he does on the dribble. One element of it, and we talked about this when he was signed way back in 2018, he's so good at using the dribble to pull defenders out of position. He had a run where he dribbled all the way across from the left side of the field to the right in the first half, carried uh, Brogiard with him to that side, and then the ball was switched, I think, to Sosa. It was dropped to Sosa. Sosa played Bellow in to that space that Brogiard should have been in. That is another way to do it using the dribble where instead of looking for that run off the ball, you're dragging people with you. That's really a Barco thing. There's not many players who have that kind of a mindset. He will try to engage with defenders and drag them away by going left to right 
and pulling them out of space. And Atlanta then has to hit into the space that's been vacated. Kerry Smith says it's a struggle offensively without Joseph and Marcy. Good game, though, from Jake off the bench. Jake had a good game off the bench. Um, I-, I thought Barco was really good tonight. And if he scores that goal on the chip after beating a couple of defenders, then you're probably still picking me up off the floor at that point. <laughs> um it is tough. It, it's tough when Joseph isn't the Joseph that, that we've known, you know, for, for five years. It's tough because he's not that player right now consistently. can't be physically. And, and tonight, if you're dealing with a hamstring, well, he's not going to go with Venezuela during international duty, so he's going to get time to rest. That's probably the best thing for him right now. Hamstring, knee, all of it. He gets to shut down for a little bit. But then you've got to get him going again. And what happens at, at times with this team, and we talked about it in the Miami match, is Joseph is, is really getting more and more involved in creating space for others, but also creating chances for others. He's, he's creating a chance per game now. That's not something we've ever really seen from him. But he's not always in those situations in the 18 to get on the end of those crosses. And if he's not going to be there, somebody has to be. Because that's the whole idea of the number nine, whether you want to call it a false nine or what. When a number nine drops into the midfield, it's to create space for somebody else to go into that who's not expected. It's easy to mark somebody. If I'm a number nine and I'm going to stand at the penalty spot the whole time, probably going to have a defender on my back and I'm going to have a defender in front of me. But if I drop out and I drop into the midfield and then somebody else is running into that space, it's a lot harder to defend. Nobody's running into that space. Even when Barco was really playing it like a false nine in the second half, nobody was consistently running into that space. That movement is something that Atlanta United has to get better at because Joseph is dropping into the midfield more. Somebody has to take the space there to get on the end of the through balls and the crosses. Uh, David says, I still think we're better in getting to 50-50 balls and manage possession like last game. Just had trouble finding space. And making runs, he also points to Montreal appearing to tactically neutralize Barco for much of the second half. I don't think they really neutralized him. I think his role was different because he was the number nine, but he was you know playing it as a false nine, so he had more to do. I think a little bit of more of, of creating opportunities for others, and it was just difficult. Barco was getting frustrated late in the match as well, as we saw from a, a lot of different players getting frustrated because Montreal had the lead, and they wasted time, and they did what they do. That's what everybody does. Atlanta does it too. It's just frustrating when it feels like it's not being recognized. I think Montreal just defended well as a team. I think especially, again, as the night went on and they sat deeper, this is a good backline for Montreal it's a good center back I think trio more than anything I think they're still figuring out the wing backs but they don't get a lot of attention Kamal Miller is a Canadian international uh, Rudy Camacho has been just a very solid player in this league since arriving a few years ago and Joel Waterman was the the first player to be moved kind of up from the Canadian Premier League into MLS and and Waterman has been solid those three in moments like this one where they have a lead to protect, one, they're just good defenders. They're, they're very solid. They're not spectacular. They don't wow you at times, but they're very solid. But then they're great passers. All of them are around 90% with their passing. They don't really give the ball away cheaply either. It's a tough team to break down. I, I think if, if Wilfred Nancy, who should be up for Coach of the Year discussion, and I don't think he's getting enough credit for that because nobody expected Montreal to be where they are, if he can figure out 
the wide defending because that's what New England was able to exploit. It's what Atlanta exploited at times but didn't get anything out of exploiting it. That's where teams are going to attack. If he can figure that out, Montreal's not an easy team to beat because they don't give up a lot of goals cheaply. You've got two very good playmakers in Mihailovic, who's maybe the best in the league this year outside of Carlos Heel, and Joaquin Torres, who is proving to be very difficult. And you've got a guy in Kyoto who's capable of moments of magic. Montreal's not an easy out. No. I mean, they're a playoff team as it stands right now. Yeah. Uh, someone's going to end up being out when it's all said and done, and uh, two very good teams might be out when it's all said and done. Columbus could be in that mix, but uh, uh, as of right now, someone in that group of, of, I'll say realistically, starting with Orlando, D.C., Philadelphia, New York City, Montreal, and Atlanta, one of those teams is not going to make it. Uh, And maybe two of those teams, if Columbus makes a late run, they'll play tomorrow against Philadelphia. Okay, uh, we'll take. A, uh, go ahead. Oh, we have to. We have to wish a happy birthday. Oh to yes, a, Gustavo. Our, yes, excuse yes. me. Yeah, Gustavo Rodriguez, our friend in Argentina. Uh, happy birthday to you, Gustavo. I, I miss your tweets, uh, but I am glad to hear you're doing well. And best wishes to you. And uh, I hope you had a wonderful birthday today. Yeah. Sorry about the result, Gustavo. We did the best we could. We were we were yeah. yelling as much as we could yeah. from up here. There's only so much we can do. Yeah. Yeah. But Gustavo, thanks for being a, a good friend to us, listening as much as you can in Argentina, and also a good friend to a lot of fans. A lot Absolutely. of fans have gotten to know Gustavo. Yeah, so. he's phenomenal. Feliz he's cumpleaños, Gustavo. Absolutely. Gustavo's been a, a really good resource for us, just uh, on a lot of different things, helping us to understand the tactics, and also at sometimes even translating for us. Yep. Okay, uh, we'll come back. We'll preview the next match two weeks from tonight. Guess what? We're right back here in Canada, but down the road in Toronto. As Atlanta United, six matches to go in the season, and they'll go into that stretch below the playoff line. We'll look ahead to what's next right after this, after a 2-1 loss tonight for Atlanta United in Montreal on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The full time report on Sports Radio 929 The Game. All right, so wrapping up our night here in Montreal, Atlanta United 2 1 losers tonight to Montreal. So, again, a lot of bad news tonight for Atlanta United. They, they fall below the playoff line, they will be below the line going into the final six matches of the season, which will start two weeks from tonight. Joseph Martinez with hamstring tightness. In a way, maybe good news, he's not called into Venezuela for World Cup qualifying in this window. He'll have two weeks to recover. That obviously will be very, very important. So I know there's been a lot of bad news, but here's the reality right now. Atlanta United is only three points out of third. They're one point out of fourth and fifth. 
they're even with sixth and seventh. Atlanta United doesn't have tiebreakers in any of these situations right now. This is where all those draws at the beginning of the year uh, really come back to hurt you. But this is still very much doable for Atlanta United. And looking at this realistically, Jason, this was in all likelihood Atlanta United's most difficult match remaining on their schedule. I do know they have a home match against New York City, but that's a team that's reeling right now. Uh, you're going to play Toronto twice. Toronto's probably going to win the wooden spoon. You play at Cincinnati on decision day. You play Red Bulls on the road. They're below the playoff line. Two weeks from tonight, you go to Toronto. That's That feels like that's going to be a must win. Uh, or maybe not a must win, but really, really helpful if you can get three and at least one out of that match in two weeks. Yeah, it has that must-not-lose feel to it. And I think that's where the, the Toronto game on the road and the Red Bulls game on the road kind of have that feel. You need to get something out of it or get a win out of one of those two. Cincinnati on decision day, that might be necessary to get in. That might truly be must win. It is still doable. I mean, Atlanta's still right there in the mix, but this this table is going to turn on its head multiple times before we get to decision day. And then decision day could be an absolutely wild ride with teams rocketing up and down the table. It's not going to be easy, but Atlanta United still has that in front of them. They have to be able to take advantage of the opportunities that come their way. Brooks Lennon creating four chances in the first half and not finding a goal to show for it. Those are the types of things that Atlanta is going to have to be able to do better at in these games to turn losses into at least draws and draws into wins. All right, so that is two weeks from tonight. Come back to Canada for that. Uh, 7 o'clock will be the pre-match show. 7.30 will be the kickoff. Two weeks from tonight, Atlanta United against Toronto FC. That'll do it for tonight for producer Dylan Matthews and for Jason Longshore, I'm Mike Conti. Atlanta United tonight falling to Montreal 2-1. We'll see you in two weeks on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.